Hello, and welcome back to episode four of the Bob Marlin Experience. Today, we will be discussing the different characteristics of student behavior and emotional behavior disorders. We will first begin our discussion with Erin. Emotional behavior disorders are described as a disability that causes emotional or behavioral responses in school that are different or not appropriate for students of that age. This disorder causes issues with learning and inhibits the student's ability to create relationships with peers and teachers. These students will usually show signs of depression, unhappiness, and fear. Kim, can you share any tips or strategies? Sure. Uh, Due to the range of emotional behavior disorders, there are some tips and or strategies that are recommended for the class. These would include having rules that are not overly complicated that could begin the first day of school, clear and concise procedures, as well as a positive behavioral intervention, such as rewards to celebrate successes, will motivate these students to do well in the classroom. Also, making sure to allow many breaks and fair treatment of all students is an advantage. Regardless, students with EBD need to be motivated. So praising academic achievements, no matter how big or small, celebrating hard work and being consistent with praise will help not only these students, but the entire class as well. We will now hear from Tristan about accommodations. Emotional disturbance and related disability. 5% of the disabilities of students served under the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, or IDEA, according to the most recent data. Although this proportion is still relatively low, students with emotional and behavioral disorders are still, of course, guaranteed access to free and appropriate public education. Therefore, accommodations will need to be made for these students. Since they may experience more difficulty in social situations than other students, the use of research-based practices to scaffold class interactions may be helpful. For example, implementing peer monitoring, peer tutoring, and extra scaffolding during group work should be a good idea for accommodating students with emotional and behavioral disorders. These sorts of strategies should appear early on in the process in tiers one or two of the RTI framework. Sarah, would you like to share more information on accommodations? Yes. A student with an emotional behavioral disorder will most likely have an IEP that will provide you with information on how to better accommodate them in the classroom. These accommodations are likely to address unpredictable behaviors and impairment related to memory and concentration. Some accommodations may include allowing the student more time to complete a task, breaking larger assignments down into smaller parts, the use of short review lessons and readiness activities, and following up on low interest, following up low interest activities with high interest activities that will give students a break from challenging activities. Thank you, Erin, Kim, Tristan, and Sarah. Tune in next time for our next episode hosted by Erin.